Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I know what you are. Hello and welcome to Where You Been Loca, Episode 2. I'm Marissa. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ariana. And today we're covering Chapter 2 of New Moon Stitches. Before we begin, where the hell have you been and what the hell are you drinking, Loca? Well, I had a nice like little Phillies date with Sam at her house and we made like charcuterie and had like little chips and dips and she made Elio's pizza <laughs> as her <laughs> contribution. Love. It was just nice to like hang out with her. I feel like I never actually like get one-on-one time with her. We were supposed to do like us two and Nick and Nick. And my Nick was too Another hungover. Nick? Yeah, Sam's, Sam's husband's, husband's name is Nick. Is Nick. Wow. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but mine was too hungover. So hers was just building his car in their garage all day. Fun project. That was the same day that Comet decided that he had a cold. Worth $650. <laughs> so, Wait, and is I Comet did, a cat? He's my cat. I saw a meme today, and it was, like, this video of a dog, like, being all happy and shit, and it was, like, when you make your owner take you to the vet and spend $500 when all you had to do was fart. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, he was not looking good. It was scary. Yeah. And I thought it was something more serious, so I took him to the emergency vet. For $450. And then mm. I took him to our primary vet for another $450. So it was really, you know, like a $900 vet bill. But my mom's a sweet angel and pitched in. So. Thanks, Bon. Yeah, but Comet's fine. It's just a cold. No worries. Um, he just wanted some attention. Doesn't he always? He deserves it, though. He's the sweetest little baby cat ever. I went to Wilder for Halloween with Nick, which was like a really nice dinner, but they had like a, um, like a Halloween murder mystery show. Oh. And I thought it was going to be more like whodunit and like solving a mystery, mm-hmm. but it was more like funny, not funny one-liners and like a 
bad performance, which was still like cute and funny. And like they picked Nick to like interact with. So that was fun. I'm sure he fucking loved that. (laughs) Most certainly did not. (laughs) (laughs) But like the first clue was it's nobody in the audience. Okay, great. The second clue was it's not a male. Okay, so it's female. Great. There's only one female cast member. And that was that was it. So the rest of the show, that was right from the beginning. So right right off the bat, you already knew who it was. And then they were just like telling these really bad punchlines the whole time. Oh. Like the fourth rule wasn't going to be like, everything you be to- we've told you is a lie. Like, come on. That sucks. Nope. Don't even know what the other two clues were. There's supposed to be four. But who needed the other two? <laughs> so <laughs> that was that. Manifest is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know everybody's very excited. For yeah. That. So excited. And we still have The Walking Dead to watch. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. So we have that to catch up on. And uh, the plants are inside and thriving. So. Yep. What's that? I feel like there's thriving. a lot more plants around since there, the last time I was there. There are. Well, we brought, all, we brought all of them inside. Yeah. Yeah. So we are currently recording in a jungle. <laughs> and that is not an exaggeration. The air in our apartment is very fucking clean. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I mean. I feel like we do a nice job at arranging them that it doesn't feel crazy. I don't know. I, I need an outsider's perspective. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot um, of plants in this apartment. It's not, it's not <laughs> overwhelming, but I definitely know that there are a lot more in here. Than all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we have. Like, we don't propag- have. Oh, God. Keep going. I was just saying we have like the propagations in the window. Yeah. And then we brought the poinsettia in because these little props are turning red. Which is like not normal. Yeah, once I mean, it's po- normal. So but it's I not bought normal. these poinsettias last year for Christmas for us to like have by the, you know, to like frame the TV stand and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fun fact if you just take care of your poinsettias, they turn green and then like still live on. But a lot yeah. of people just like throw their poinsettias out once yeah. they like turn green because they think they're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but we obviously kept ours. And um, Kayla's on a propagation kick. She's been propagating every plant we have. Okay, well, I purposely propagated the pothos, like, because I wanted to. Yeah. This was an accident because it was full and bushy and thriving and living its best life out on the balcony, and then I brought it in, and I accidentally smacked off 20 of its little branches. (laughs) So I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll put them in water and propagate them because I just felt bad. So now they're propagating, and... They're so happy they're turning red again. Which never happens. Which is hard to do. So you need like the perfect growing conditions. And I guess, I guess this that room is it. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was a gift. <laughs> yeah. We so. our, our newest addition to um, our, the house <laughs> is this giant. Ponytail palm. Ponytail palm. <laughs> and it so. honestly like. In the dark with like no lights, like I will be afraid by that later. <laughs> like it's fucking. If you've never seen yeah. what a ponytail palm looks like, Google it. Yeah, I could see that happening. We'll post a photo of our jungle on Instagram because it's really something. It's really, it's really grown. <laughs> it has no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Is my turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where have you been? Oh, I'm drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, it's cold. Well, in here. I'm drinking vitamin water, Power C. Mm. Good one. Vitamin water had a fucking chokehold on me in high school. Mm-hmm. I still. 
Every time I went to Wawa, I was getting a power, I mean, a vitamin water. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it from. <laughs> I feel like we had this conversation the last time she was drinking a vitamin water. Oh, did we? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think you said the exact same thing. Every time I went to Wawa, vitamin water. <laughs> you know what? It was good. The the like. At least we know you're not lying. The yellow and the gold. I'm not a liar. If there's something about me, you're going to get the truth, even if you don't want it. Um, yeah, the yellow for me, or like the gold, whatever, the like. Yeah. It's my fucking flavor. So I had the Halloween party at Jeremy's house. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Nick and I were Cosmo and Wanda. And we dressed Kalua up as Timmy Turner. Cute. That's so cute. Yeah, she did not. She was not having it. <laughs> Where was I? Was I working? Yeah, I, I think for some reason you guys weren't able to come. Yeah, I think I was working. Well, October was a weird month for me at work, so <laughs> oh, no, I probably was working. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I've been shopping around for things that I need because I'm moving, which I think we... Oh, yeah, that was the same definitely. night as Pex, so I most definitely was working. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Okay, so I went to a Sixers game, but... Nobody cared about the Sixers game because it was on the same night as one of the Phillies World Series games. So mm-hmm. and apparently the Sixers suck right now. Anyway, and they're trash. Yeah. And basketball is not my favorite sport to watch. Like it's I don't know for I some like reason basketball. it's not like super entertaining to me. But I went because I got a free ticket. Funny story makes me think of Barry because Barry was the one who gave me the ticket. Mm-hmm. But I was texting Bethany during the day. Yeah, and then. Barry texted me like uh, later on in the day uh-huh. and I thought it was Bethany and I said oh tell your dad like thanks for the Sixers tickets or something and Barry was like this is Barry <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oops that is so funny that's well, really really funny at least it was something like nice and you just wanted to thank him yeah no it was it was funny but he was like this is Barry and you put like a smiley face emoji and I was like omg oh my god that's really funny so I like I was texting Beth he probably and then, he was probably like uh, he probably told everyone about this story. I was like I'm texting with Ariana and like look at this <laughs> like I, that's exactly what he did I can actually see the whole thing yeah no I, thought, I was like oh oops Okay, so we recorded October 16th, and then it was my birthday week, so I turned 30. I wasn't sure if we were, like, going to mention that now. I'm glad neither of you did, because I wanted to talk about my birthday. Anytime we do something, I do something with either of you, it gets to me, and I'm like, yeah, well, you heard all the things I fucking did, so I'm glad neither of you said shit. Yeah, but they get to hear from your perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just don't mention it, because it's already been talked about. Um, But yeah, so it was my birthday, um, which was so fun. I threw a disco. Um, I rented a bar in Philly and made everybody come dressed in disco clothes, and we only listened to disco music, and it was so fun. Um, I looked amazing. You guys saw the picture on Instagram. Not going to lie, the lighting, I thought your dress was pink the whole time. Oh, really? But it was really, like I saw in pictures that it was orange, and I was like, oh, the lighting just made it... I thought it was pink. Oh, my God. Amazing. I also love pink. (laughs) So I turned 30, and that was super, super fun. The next day – so my birthday is is the 29th, so it's a Saturday. My party was on a Friday. On Saturday, I just, like, went to brunch with all of my my besties for my birthday and then went out for Halloween. 
you should check out my Instagram. I was Chrissy from Stranger Things, and I was scary looking. Yeah, you were. You were dead, Chrissy. Yeah, I was. I was possessed, Chrissy. Yeah. I was. I was Vecna'd, Chrissy, for Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had. I had the blood that was constantly dripping down my face all night. There was like blood all over me. I had my white contacts. I got clipping bangs that I left at Heather's house. She texted me the other day, like, and she was like, you forgot something, a picture of the bang (laughs) on her, like, drying rack. I think I rinsed off the ends because I got blood in them. So I was like, oh, let me, like, rinse, like, drunk at her apartment, like, rinse them off and just, like, laid them on her drying rack. It's the funniest picture ever. I I was like, oh, my God. I just Um, read that the mansion. is for sale. Yeah. 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 For, like. Uh, 1.5 million or something like something that. Like yeah, that, something yeah. Like I mean, that. it looks like a big house. It probably is worth that much. But yeah. Well, I if mean, it was for sale up here, that shit would be billions. Yeah. Because yeah. it's that much in Georgia. Oh, yeah. it's in Georgia? Yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't know where it was, but. um, Right. So I went out for Halloween. And then on Sunday, I woke up at the crack ass of dawn, still drunk, and went to my very first ever Eagles tailgate at the stadium. And it was so fun. I went with my friend Kate and like literally went with all of her friends. And everyone was like, how are you still alive? You've been <laughs> drinking for three days. And I was like, yes, I have. It's Let me shotgun that beer, please. <laughs> no, I literally got there and like two of her guy friends were about to shotgun a beer. And Kate goes, Marissa, do you, I think, maybe, do you want to do that? I said, yes, please. And thank you. <laughs> and that was so fun as well. Um, so yeah, overall I had like a really good birthday. People got me gifts, which was so cute. Oh shit. I left your gift at the Oh <laughs> do you have one? I That's really nice. Thank you. <laughs> Next time. It's like birthday month never ends. My balloons are still floating, therefore it's still my birthday. So um oh and Halloween obviously on Monday, it was Halloween that Monday. So I stayed home and like handed out candy to little trick-or-treaters and I gave one boy anxiety. Yeah, you did. (laughs) It was so cute. Like we didn't have, I didn't think we were going to have many trick-or-treaters because of the rain and it was the World Series, obviously. So I, you know, was unsure. And we weren't, Kayla and I were not home for Halloween last year. We were on our cruise. Um, So I didn't know what to expect and... We weren't getting really, like, anybody. So I was saying, like, people could pick two. So I, like, bend down this, like, little boy. He's probably, like, he's probably, like, between two and four. And I was like, oh. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to pick. And I was like, well, you, well, you can take two. And he goes, oh, oh my, oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's your favorite? He goes, I don't know. That's why this is really hard. I, I, I can't take it. I can't pick anything. And just walked away. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm so sorry. Did this poor kid a whole meltdown. No, I literally gave him a meltdown. I should have just given him two of my favorites. Yeah. I should have said, here you go. Here, take these. Here, yeah. He was, he was stressed. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was my... I wish those were my stresses in life. Yeah. What candy to have? Out, I know. Out candy. Same. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I did. Uh, by now, you know where to find us on Instagram and Twitter. And you know what our email is. You can find me on Instagram at Marissa G and Twitter at Marissa Explains It All. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Kella underscore Dalla. And I'm on Instagram at Ariana underscore Bar. Great. Oh, and I'm drinking water and I'm drinking black tea with cream. Hmm. English tea. I am actually drinking English breakfast tea. That's black, but... 
It's nighttime. But it's, the, it's the splash of milk. It's the splash of milk. Well, do you want to know why? Actually, have you ever had? Have you ever had black tea with cream in it? Yeah, yeah. It's I like it. it's so much better than just like black tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because the cream helps bring out the flavor profile of the tea leaves, and so that is why usually if I have a black tea now, I always am drinking it with cream. I go back and forth. I grew up drinking it with. Like cream in it or milk in it? I always grew up with milk in my drinking milk in my tea as well. Yeah. And then I stopped and now yeah. I'm kind of like back into it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would curdle and I was like, this is gross. <laughs> well, my, my dad would make it for me in the morning because <laughs> he would drive me to high school. I wonder if he was like putting lemon in it because it's tea. And I then, think like, he, and then like also milk. milk yeah. I don't know what that man was doing. It was, <laughs> it was tasty, but sometimes I would be like, what the hell is happening? Like, what? <laughs> Why is really, like the way the caramel cur- like kind of like curdled yeah. in the cider, it was like the same thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was fine. <laughs> I still drank it. Okay. Since it's been literally ages since we recorded, why don't you recap us on what happened last time? I would love to. Bella and Edward entered the new school year as old news, no longer the center of gossip and gawking stares. It was Bella's 18th birthday, a day she had been dreading for months, not wanting to age a day older than Edward. The Cullens host a birthday party for Bella against her wishes. And while opening the presents she never wanted, the clumsy girl got a paper cut, and Edward made the whole matter worse by tossing ragdoll Bella across the room, shattering the display of cake and glass. So much blood. Uh Uh-oh. That's it. That kind of sounded like, uh, what is it, SVU? Okay, tell us what's happening. Clean up on aisle five commences. Uh, I was like, that's going to fall so flat. <laughs> I think it's funny. Oh, no, that really hit the mark. That was um, good. Clean up on aisle five commences as Carlisle patches Bella up from being yeeted into, cl- into glass. <laughs> Bella and Carlisle have a heart-to-heart while he cleans her up. Edward then takes Bella home and gives her his birthday gift, which I guess it's technically from him and Alice, but it's, it's his birthday gift. Bella absolutely loves the gift. I guess you have to stay tuned to see what it is. I was literally going to ask what it was. <laughs> oh, do you not know? No, I didn't. I only, oh. did, I only read. I only read my section. Edward then Objective kisses. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, because the day we were, it's I thought long. we were going to record. Yeah. I like, I was like, I have to, it was Saturday and I was getting ready for that ball I went to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I only have time to like do my yeah. section. So I didn't read the chapter. Yeah. Edward then kisses Bella goodbye, and Bella gets an awful feeling that this kiss is a real goodbye. All right. (laughs) That's exactly how Bella feels. That is exactly how Bella feels. All right. Bella has just been thrown into a table and now lays amongst shattered glass, her tiny paper cut nothing compared to the behemoth of the gash running from her wrist to her elbow. Carlisle, of course, was the only one that stayed calm, ordering Rosalie and Emmett to remove Jasper from the room. And Edward crouched over Bella defensively, growling. And Bella notes that she could tell he wasn't breathing. 
Obviously not, as vampires <laughs> don't breathe in this universe. They just <laughs> pretend to breathe. Okay. Glad you mentioned that. Thank you. <laughs> so Rosalie smugly helped Emmett wrestle Jasper through the back door, Esme following, unable to withstand the, overwhel- the overwhelming scent of Bella's blood. Carlisle begins to examine the wound, determined that there is too much glass in Bella's arm to immediately staunch the bleeding, and he asks her if she'd rather him drive her to the hospital or have him take care of it here. Bella obviously prefers that they do this in-house because there is no way Charlie wouldn't find out if she went to the hospital. I wonder how they would uh, explain that one. She felt like, I mean, obviously that's her excuse to Charlie. She fell through the window. Yeah, like again, again. She (laughs) tripped while cutting her cake. Like, stupid. So I said that this is great foresight by Bella, especially considering her last major injury when she was out with the Collins. And I'm sure Carlisle knew it would it would be better to take care of it at home, but definitely just, like, wanted to give Bella the choice and, like, mm-hmm. the option. And obviously, like, something traumatic has just happened. And, like, what if yeah. that was the moment where she was like, I'm with vampires and I'm not cool with this anymore. Like, I need to be away from them. Yeah. That, of course, is not the case. No, she's like, take me now. I know. She's like, she's like oh, your biceps are huge. Kiss me. She's like, oh, um, the people who are trying to eat me, you don't you don't even need to bring them outside. Yeah. It's, it's literally fine. Are you, if you're that hungry, oh, it's fine. So they move Bella to the kitchen table where Alice has already set up Carlisle's Gladstone bag and a bright desk lamp. Edward continues to protectively hover over Bella. And again, Bella notes he's still not breathing. Bella, we've been over this. (laughs) Carlisle convinces Edward to see to Jasper, who is certainly beside himself and is only likely to listen to Edward. But I I really can't imagine what Edward would say to Jasper in this moment at all. Like, what? I just, I can't, I, there's nothing I can think of for him to be like, yeah, it's okay. Well, like, you didn't mean it. I have the impression that Edward and Jasper have like the least close connect like i feel like out of all the siblings they're like the least yes i close i don't know i I kind of feel like jasper and edward probably have a better understanding of each other than like emmett and edward do because jasper is always feeling other people's feelings and edward is always hearing other people's thoughts yeah like they always have like a constant like stimulation i feel like edward has a close connection with both of them in different ways. Like I can see him relating to Emmett because Mm -hmm. he's killed two people because their blood sang to him Mm -hmm. and he's going through that with Bella. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of wasn't really sure why Carlisle thinks that Jasper will only listen to Edward, but I was wondering if it's because it's Bella, it's Edwards. But is it because it's Bella or is it because like, he has gone out on a murderous spree and like is also really drawn to human blood because he had that little stint and mm-hmm. like it's still fresh for Jasper even though it's the been Ripper. however long it's been like but it's the hardest for him yeah mm-hmm. I didn't think of it that way for me it was always the thought was because it, like that's Edward's paramour like and Jasper basically attacked her so I th- so only, is- only, only Edward could say it's fine because that's his, you yeah. know, his girl. Well, this is how I stumbled down that rabbit hole that I of a timeline. Yes, yes, and I'm pretty sure Jasper and Edward have killed the most humans for blood. Okay, 
because Carlisle obviously has zero. never. He's mm-hmm. never done it. Jasper with Maria killed who knows how many. Esme apparently has killed as many or more as Rosalie, but Rosalie never killed for blood. She never drank their blood. Yeah. She killed them for, for revenge. For sport, yeah. So Esme has killed seven plus for for the blood. Edward, obviously, he was on a killing spree for three to four years, so he's killed countless. And then Alice is an unknown number prior to joining the Collins. She's been with the Collins for 55 years, but practiced with little success the vegetarian lifestyle for 28 years. Okay. So I still think hers is high. Yeah. But not as, as high, high as Edward and yeah. Jasper. Mm. So I was kind of wondering if that's why what Carlisle was kind of leaning towards more so than like, oh, that's your girlfriend mate thing. So go talk to him about it. Mm. Or like a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. All I know is that I just can't picture that conversation between Edward and Jasper. Like, what is he going to fucking say? He's already, like, Edward is already so wound up about her safety. Mm -hmm. I just, it's so hard for me to imagine him going up to Jasper being like, oh, you didn't mean it. It's fine. I also feel like they're both men of little words. Yes. Right. Agreed. Like, kind of stare at each other. I give them a little pat on the shoulder yeah like, i don't know okay, mm. <laughs> okay though though he, though edward is annoyed that bella carlisle and ass <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ oh my god okay so carlisle is like please go talk to jasper you're, he's the oh, you're the only one he'll listen to and alice is like yeah go make yourself useful and bella's like please le- go away so he's annoyed that the three of them have ganged up on him, but he still sprints through the back door. And Bella was sure he hadn't taken a breath since she sliced her finger. We know. <laughs> three times in like three pages. Vampires don't breathe. We know. He was never breathing to begin with. I don't understand what her like deal is. Like, yeah, he's not breathing because he doesn't want to fucking kill you. Yeah. He doesn't want to smell your blood. And uh, yeah, and also, he—they don't even pretend to bre- fake breathe around you because you know the secret. Like, come on, yeah. so fucking annoying. I've never been more annoyed when I was reading this. That's a lie. I was really annoyed every p- chapter of last book. But <laughs> as Bella's arm begins to numb, she focused on Carlisle's face as she tried not to let her squeamishness get the best of her. Yeah, how is she gonna like? pass out in class but then she's fine now i mean she's pretty nauseated this whole time she's just trying but like once edward leaves and she could kind of like get that out of her forefront that's what she says i think like in her narration like you know i I was starting to feel really like queasy and like whatever but her whole blood typing like scene was barely any blood and this is her entire fucking forearm oh wait didn't we I mean, I think Didn't we, we decide it was somebody too. else's blood, not her blood? She hates the smell. Of, well, no, no, because why she was. wouldn't be able to differentiate the smell of people's bloods, whether it's hers you know or what? Else's. Yeah. Did she during the blood typing thing? Did she even? She never pricked her own finger, right? She didn't get that. No, she, it no, was, it was Mike's blood. Yeah, like so maybe example. it is. Maybe you're. Right. Maybe it is other. Just other people, or I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, <laughs> I mean, that was I know, so dramatic compared to her reaction to this. Way. But again, I do think that in, in this moment, she's not worried about herself. She's focused on 
the comfortability of everybody else around yeah. her. So it's like it's like there and then once the room starts to like thin out, that's when she really starts to feel her her nausea and her queasiness. Yeah. Alice finally gives up the ghost and also exits the room, leaving just Carlisle and Bella to bond. Listening to the soft plink of glass dropping onto the table, Bella was amazed at Carlisle's calm reaction, especially when compared to the extremity of the extremity, not extremity, that that's like a limb. Okay. The extremity <laughs> of everyone else's and wonders aloud how he can do this. He tells her it took years and years of practice and he, that he barely notices the scent anymore and he enjoys his job too much to ever take an extended vacation to find out whether or not that would affect his ability to withstand the scent of blood in the air. So basically she's like, how? And he's like, I really like my job. <laughs> and she's like, well, don't you ever want to like take a vacation? And he's like, no. <laughs> Can't relate. No, I don't. And uh, I don't like I don't think it would affect me either way. He, I think I think Carlisle could be away from bl- the smell of blood or the operating room or wherever for decades and come back and still not have a problem. I think eventually. Yeah, I mean, not forever, but he could do it for a yeah. long period. He's been doing this for so centuries, years, yeah. like no, no amount of time that would be considered a drop in the bucket, like 10 years, whatever. Would would really make a difference, I don't think. I feel like it would be like equal parts. So in this another might, 300 years, he would start yeah, to have yeah. an attraction to it again. Yeah. This might sound dumb, right? But you know how like when people, you know, switch and be vegetarian for a while and then they like start eating meat again and, they're, and, they're, <laughs> and, they ha- and their body is just like, I don't know about this. I wonder if that would like happen to him. Like, be like. Like physically her- i mean that didn't happen to me but that's because i had like a single little bite of something and then like had a single little bite of something a couple days like i very slowly yeah transitioned back into it and like was fine mm-hmm. but i have heard that it like wreaks havoc on your body if you just like all of a sudden are gonna eat 20 pounds of steak yeah after having that, that would wreak it. havoc on my body and i've been eating steak my whole damn life okay let's be clear i wonder if you would have like some kind of reaction like that i don't know if that's even possible yeah no, like, i, I feel like he would feel euphoric be- yeah he yeah would feel, feel better about, yeah or, like the best he's felt yeah and would be like shit yeah <laughs> like like physically go good mentally bad yeah <laughs> yeah 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 bella asks him carlisle what he enjoys about his job and he says his enhanced abilities allow him to save someone who otherwise would have died and it's pleasant knowing his existence makes some people's lives better thanks to what he can do I think it's got to be incredibly difficult for Carlisle to avoid suspicion because if you think about it, you have a 30-something doctor who is basically making miracles, saving lives left and right, and that's just bound to garner attention. Or even so, like, you know, when you are practicing in the medical field for so long, like, you're expected to do research, you're expected to, like, you know, maybe one day you're going to win an award for something or you're going to, like, apply for a grant for something. Like, for him to be so excellent at his job and everybody thinks so but then hit him like you know always stay in the middle like that's suspicious all i can think about is like Grey's anatomy everybody would know that he is amazing and everybody would be like why the fuck are you so good what's your secret yeah 
Or yeah. why are you 30 for the past 400 years? Why are you... Th- <laughs> yeah, he's, he's claiming to be 33 now. Yeah. But still. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I imagine every place I go to, though, and, like, start over is a small town where it's just like, wow, you're an amazing doctor, and we're so lucky to have you. And, and you're like, so young. And they don't really... How are you this good, this it? young? I know, but it's just like... I just still think it's got to be hard. And if you think about it, like, let's say in 30 years or something, one of his colleagues at one of these small town hospitals might, you know, wonder, oh, like, I wonder if he's published anything. I wonder how he's doing. Like, I should see if I can, like, follow his career. Like, it's, I just think, suspicious. Yeah, people are too selfish. Yeah. They don't care what he's doing. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be hard. I think it would be hard. No, yeah, it's definitely hard, but he does a great job at laying low. Yeah. Or maybe it's that he's, like, so hot that people, like, forget their own minds when they're, like, interacting with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also think it's helpful that he doesn't, like, boast about any of this shit, and he does keep a low profile. He's like, oh, you know, just doing a day's work. Yeah. I'm going to go home to my uh, wife and kids now. Yeah. I don't know. And then they're like, wow, what a wholesome young man. That man's going to go far. I'm going to keep an eye on his career. (laughs) 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 Sure. So Bella says that he tries very hard to make up for something that was never his fault. He didn't choose this life. And Bella, girl, you're choosing this life. What does that say about you? You're going to be doing anything to make up for your choices? Probably not. No. No. I mean, if you think about it, her choosing this life opens up the opportunity for her to become a murderer. Like, no, literally. You, like, you want she would that do anything for to, love. Okay, clearly, she probably not and she gonna. will definitely do that. I was just about to say she's not going to find it anywhere else, but that's not true. <laughs> yeah, she's a forks five thousand. <laughs> Carlisle comes back with, "I don't know that I'm making up for anything." Like everything in life, I just had to decide to do – oh, I'm sorry. I just had to decide what to do with what I was given. Yeah, shoot her down. Bella continues to press Carlisle on why he would even try another way besides the obvious one in the beginning. I'm going to be very brief in Carlisle's explanation of his line – on his line of thinking just because it was like like two pages. (laughs) But – His father was a very radical clergyman, and he disagreed with his particular brand of faith, but nothing he's seen in his life has made him question the existence of God. He chose a different way of vampire life because he hopes that there is a point to his vampire life. Quote, by all accounts, we're damned regardless, but I hope, maybe foolishly, that we'll get some measure of credit for trying. Carlisle is a man of faith, and as such, he is operating under the guide of goodness in life equates to a good afterlife. And though Bella is not a religious person, she does not believe that it's a foolish hope. But none of the other Cullens agree, and she's, like, surprised by this. Carlisle says that even Edward is only with Carlisle up until a point, as he doesn't think there is an afterlife for vampires because they he believes that they don't have any souls. And this is the uh, root of the ongoing debate between Edward and Bella regarding her future immortality. Quote, but if I believed as he does, if you believed as he did, could you take away his soul? The way he phrased the question thwarted my answer. If he'd asked me whether I would risk my soul for Edward, the reply would have been obvious. 
but would I risk Edward's soul? I pursed my lips unhappily. That wasn't a fair exchange. So I find it very interesting that she even feels confused about this because a page ago, she described herself as like basically agnostic, saying, my own life was fairly devoid of belief and only citing like Renee had a quick stint with religion and Charlie identifies as a Lutheran because his parents were a Lutheran, but he doesn't go to church. Like he, they don't practice anything. Um, yet now she's worried about what would happen to Edward's soul if their roles are reversed. But if you don't really believe in a religious higher power, like you're not ultimately all that concerned with what happens to your soul after you die because you don't really you're not that's not like you're that doesn't guide like your thoughts and your actions and your whatever. So I just think it's funny that she's like, oh, I'm not religious. and I never thought about religion and blah, blah, blah. But oh, my God, if the roles were reversed, I'd be dooming Edward's soul. Oh, my God. And he like God's real. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like think it's kind of. Well, I just don't think she's ever thought, thought about, about it. it that way. Yeah. And yeah. Now that she's thinking about it that way. She's like, oh, shit, maybe there is something. And like I do care about every part of Edward, even his soul that may or may not exist. All right. Good point. But when it comes to like her, she's like, oh, no, nah, it doesn't really doesn't really exist. Doesn't matter. I don't really care. Just bite me. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Just bite me. Well, Carlisle can see his point has made an impact. And Bella insists that it's her choice and Carlisle insists that it's Edward's choice as well as he would be the one turning her. What a man of wisdom. What a guy. Carlisle's the best. Yeah. 300 years. He's got it. (laughs) So Carlisle then goes on to say he can't decide if it was right of him to doom others to this existence. He thinks he's done the best he can with the circumstances, but but it is the one thing that he's still unsure of. But he reveals that it was Edward's mother who made up his mind. I guess if you fast forward to, you know, end end when she finally does become a vampire, it's kind of under the same circumstances that, you know, Carlisle turned everybody else. Yeah. Used to turn. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in that case, Edward felt that it was justified, but. I don't know. Also, we know that Alice obviously sees this happening. So why are they fighting it so hard? I don't know. It is interesting that, like, Edward's only thought for, like, changing her, Mm -hmm. I feel like throughout this whole series, not even just, like, when he finally does, is if she were to, like, be dying because he doesn't want to lose her. She was already dying. I get that. She's dying. That doesn't change what you originally thought about not wanting to damn her soul. Right. So now because you're about to Now because you're selfish, her, yeah. you'll change her. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's right. He's too, it, it, it boils down to his selfishness of not wanting to live without her. Yeah. Rather than saying, okay. Rather than saving her soul. Right. Rather than saving her soul, which is his, he, thing his whole thing. Time. Yeah. The whole time. If he were true to that or like had, you know, stronger, like not, uh, stronger conviction he would simply let her die he would have let her die when james tried to kill her or he would have let her die when renesme killed her and just followed yeah yeah Hmm. nice try edward nice try Steph. (laughs) 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 all right so carlisle tells the story of edward's parents edward's mother's name was elizabeth mason His father was Edward Sr. and died in the first wave of the influenza. Edward looks a lot like Elizabeth, same shade of bronze hair and same green eyes. 
Elizabeth was alert up until the very end, lessening. <gasps> Do you remember when we, in the first book, when we were wondering what color eyes everybody had? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about that. When Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but. Well, I think we ended up looking them up, did we? No, I think we made our own thoughts. Oh, we'd love to know what we thought. I feel like we thought Edward had green eyes. Hmm. Somebody let us know. Uh <laughs> Yeah, if you remember, let us know. <laughs> Um, so she's lessening her own chances of survival, trying to nurse Edward. And her end was very quick. Carlisle arrived back at the hospital after sunset to relieve the day shift doctors. And this was a hard time for him to pretend. He hated to go back to his house and hide, pretending to sleep when there were so many people to save and so much work to be done. And he having no need for rest. That does suck. That sucks. Like you could do a lot. Yeah. He could save hundreds of people in, in half the time that like... And you just can't. Yeah. Because otherwise it's going to be sparkling. Yeah. Sparkling in, in, in midday London. Crazy. <laughs> while everybody else is sallow and dying. That is him. so sad. He's only getting hotter while people are sickly. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> he admits he had grown attached to Elizabeth and Edward, which like sounds like pet, pet-like. <laughs> yeah i got attached to these humans elizabeth's fever was raging and she was begging carlisle to save edward quote you must do everything in your power what others cannot do that is what you must do for my edward carlisle feared that she must know his secret how literally, literally how? how yeah no <laughs> maybe because he's never on the day shift or maybe she noticed that his like skills were so good how like she put the I don't know because it's not like it was modern times and he was like doing like crazed modern medicine like he was probably just like what if she touched the skin no like what if she can just like kind of feel it or tell the way that um in when they're on their honeymoon oh yeah cleaning crew crew yeah we know what you are. The only thing I could think of is maybe like that whole vampire craze of when like, you know, hunting for vampires of maybe she like made some connections yeah. or right assumptions or something like regarding the way Carlisle or is. But maybe she's or, just delirious with fever and shooting in the dark and hoping for the best. No, so yeah. I'm saying maybe she or like just generally she's like, oh, this guy's a good doctor. He can save my son or something mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. Well, plus side. Secret's safe with her because she died an hour later. <laughs> However, I said, what gave him away? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he should be worried about moving forward. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. How did she know? He's like, how did she know? Let me turn her son. That will, <laughs> that will hide me. Like, what? We are reminded of Carlisle's decades-long desperate desire for companionship, but that he could never justify doing to someone what had been done to him. Carlisle wondered how Elizabeth could know and if anybody could really want that fate for their son. Carlisle was drawn to Edward, even on his deathbed. Edward was still beautiful, something pure and good about his face. So that's your reason? <laughs> that's so it's like, weird. He's really fucking hot, so I'm going to make <laughs> yeah. him even hotter. He's like, I'm he's hot. Like, he's hot. He's like, I have a boy crush. <laughs> he's like, do you want to be, do we just become best friends? <laughs> Like, he was like, you know when you see somebody and you're like, oh, my God, I want to be friends with them so badly. I badly want their friendship. <laughs> that is what, that's what happened. Edward was just, like, gracefully dying, like. Yeah, he probably looked like complete shit he was like, in that moment, too. He's like, 
<laughs> he's like dying, and Carla's like, uh, "You're you're too hot to die. <laughs> you're too sexy to die." Oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making fuckboy faces right now. That's like, uh, you're too sexy to die. Yeah, but Carlisle's not a fuckboy. No, he's not. But that <laughs> but he's, that is the, that's literally what that's he the did. Vibe. That's the fucking vibe. It's like, there's something beautiful, pure, and good. That's not fuck boy. He's like, there's something beautiful and pure and good. Do you want to live forever with me? <laughs> Carlisle's like, should we like do something go fuck here? some bitches and each, <laughs> and each other maybe? Well, on that note, after years of indecision, <laughs> he finally acted on a whim. He carted Elizabeth off to the morgue first and then returned for Edward, stole him out the back door and carried him across the rooftops back to his house. Yeah, that's yeah, not like, suspicious nobody, at nobody all. Nobody noticed that. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. I just like no. kind of see it in my head. <laughs> they're just like a dark shadow and he's just like, I, I see along, it. Like, jumping from roof Me to too. Roof, I see it as like the Grinch thing. carrying his sack, <laughs> yeah, but like, but it. like silhouetted <laughs> yeah. amongst like the moon. Like that's what I see. <laughs> The rooftops of London. Makes <laughs> <laughs> me want to watch Sweeney Todd. Is that um, song? Uh, yeah. London. It makes me think of wanting to watch Mary Poppins, though. Oh. Chim Chimney, and they're hopping along. Okay. The All right, know. sure. <laughs> I like your direction, too, though. I mean, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to worry about anybody at the hospital missing Edward, as there weren't enough medical staff to keep track of the sick and dying, which is sad. The That's points just really are aligning here. I know. Not... He said, if I'm going to commit a crime, now's the perfect time. <laughs> He's beautiful. There's no one paying attention. He's pure. Golden. Beautiful. <laughs> He's pure, so I'm going to damn his soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> fucked That's up. That's so <laughs> fucked up. There's was... something good about this kid. I'm gonna ruin it. But you know what? He didn't believe. Well, he doesn't yeah, believe it, that. He that that's like, actually that's along true. with okay, his okay, reasoning. That's true, that's true. His reasoning is that there's something pure and beautiful and good about him, and I believe that there is a point to a vampire existence, and he would be perfect for it. And okay. we, even right, though we're right. damned regardless, he if anyone could make it into vampire heaven, it's this kid. And then he's like, I'm actually gonna go fucking kill everybody for three to four years. They're gonna be bad people, but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking Good and Dexter. <laughs> yep. So not knowing how to do the deed, he simply <laughs> recreated the wounds he himself had received. And we know from the last book that this was a slow and painful transformation. So if you bite someone, I feel like you have to get a slight taste of their blood. He's probably like, like, yeah, I, he probably I like yeah, he just knows. Had, like, took a little bite and then spit it he out definitely immediately. Bit it and spit it out. Yeah, <laughs> like like a. Oh, I guess he didn't have to pinch his nose because he's not actually breathing. <laughs> but well, according to Bella, he's <laughs> breathing everywhere all the time. Okay, but you know when you're like when you would you ever did you ever like when you you want to see the impression of your teeth so you like bite into a block of cheese or something just to see like the outline. <laughs> yeah, but this is like liquid that comes out once you do that. There's no liquid in cheese. I don't okay, you ever bite into like? <laughs> I, I can't say I've ever bit into anything simply to see the molding of my teeth. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I mean, have I like taken a bite of cheese and then I like look back at it? I'm to like, see- oh, teeth, cool, sure. But I'm not like. I want to know what my teeth look like. I'm gonna bite this piece of cheese. Well, maybe you've never had crooked teeth before. Um, <laughs> I just don't. But. <laughs> 
if I like, you know, you want to see how after I got my braces off, I was like, these shits are straight. Look at this. <laughs> like, like totally. <clears throat> Fair. The only time I ever looked at a molding for my teeth is like making a mouth guard. I'm like, Look yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's this, it's the same that thing. That shit makes me when they do that thing and they uh, makes me want to vomit. No, but like making a mouth guard for like sports. Oh, I yeah. loved I loved getting a new mouth guard from from the city sports oh and, God, yeah, and then boiling, and boiling it, it and, and then putting, then putting it, it right and hot. Oh yeah, <laughs> loved it. I was a swimmer, so I never. Oh, you never, never had, had a mouth guard. Never had a mouth guard. Yeah. You should get one. Try it out. Sometime. We should make Just mouth guards. So you know, I was a I was a <laughs> gymnast, a gymnast and a swimmer. <laughs> You mean we should just get a grill while we're at it? I mean, come on. I'll get a grill. It'll say WIBL. <laughs> if anyone out there is a jeweler, I would like a WIBL grill, and I will send you molds of my teeth. <laughs> with, I'll send you blocks block of cheese. I'll send you blocks of cheese with my teeth molt pattern, <laughs> with my bite pattern. Where are we going with this? Um, something about oh like, the bite, oh get the taste of it. tasting yeah. blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, A to C, right? So now. yeah, I'm sure he's <laughs> tasted it, but I really think he just like was like one bite because that's all he got was <laughs> what, like one an bite. accidental, <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little latch on and let go. One, one bite, you know. Yeah, he was probably like <laughs> real fast. You don't have to even put your tongue near your teeth. You just oh yeah, here. You keep that tongue far back and you bite. Do you it's, think Carlisle used tongue? <laughs> if you thought that one was beautiful, I mean, maybe. let's ask Esme. <laughs> so, all right. He used tongue gonna, on me. <laughs> we gotta get past this. <laughs> Carlisle admits he has never been sorry for saving Edward. Because he's young and beautiful. <laughs> Would you still love me if I was no longer young and beautiful? I know you would. No, Lana. I know you would. <laughs> that's that's um, Edward to Carlisle. <laughs> that's that's fucking Edward to Bella, <laughs> except like yeah. kind of. He's like, I'll love you when you are old, especially. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's go. We got it. So he shakes his head and comes back to present, suggesting he take Bella home now. And Edward enters the room, unreadable, but something hiding behind his eyes, and takes up the responsibility of taking Bella home. Worried about her bloodstained clothes and the difficulty Edward had just experienced, Bella sides with Carlisle, shouldering the responsibility. Which I think, I, I just can't really imagine Carlisle driving her home. Um, he, like, I feel just, like he would. Uh, no, he would. I feel but like I he can't should. imagine the two of them just like in the car and like they left Edward and everybody else at the house. Yeah. I just don't like... Edward was never going to let that happen. Um, and I said, why doesn't she just drive herself? She seems fine enough. Yeah, she literally can drive. It's fine. Her arm is numb. She's fine. <laughs> she's not like nauseous she's or crazy or like on the verge of passing out or anything either. But yeah, she's, she's fine. fine. Let the family cope with the tragedy that just happened. <laughs> you go home to Charlie. Let the family grieve in, their, in this trying, difficult time. <laughs> Edward insists and leaves the room to have Alice get Bella fresh clothes because she can't just roll up to Charlie covered in blood and pink frosting. Edward- I mean, she could. <laughs> I, he would. Charlie would flip his. She could just say, it's flip fake his blood, flip Dad. We had a murder mystery party for my birthday in September. And, and I murdered them And with pink I frosting. was the victim. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It's just red dye number four, Dad. 
(laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Edward is upset because this is exactly what he fears most. Bella being put in danger because of what they are. Bella knows it's not his fault and Carlisle assures her it's not her fault either. And naturally, Bella disagrees. In the main room, Esme was mopping the floor where Bella had fallen with bleach. And Bella offers to finish cleaning for her, but Esme is already done. And obviously, Vampy Speed gets the job done faster than you, Bella. But thanks. How could she stand to mop up all the blood and clean that up? Who, Esme? Yeah. Um, maybe I'm maybe sure the, the smell of bleach. You think she just like put, of, yeah. Yeah. I think she was sniffing that shit. Bucket and yeah, she probably, they probably do the tampon trick. Just right into the nose. Like, she's all that style. Yeah. But, but with bleach. Have, but they don't have to smell. That's true. Bella also mentions that Carlisle sews faster than any other doctor she's had. Drink. And I guess you could also drink for Esme, too. Yeah. Alice enters to take Bella to change her bloody clothes. She borrows a shirt from Esme, similar to the one she had on. Charlie wouldn't notice the wardrobe change, and he was used to seeing Bella bandaged. So we're good there. (laughs) Great. And Bella stops Alice and asks her how bad it is. In reference to Edward or Jasper? I think probably Jasper. Oh, no, because then she asks about Jasper. So is she thinking that he can, like, she she can see any decisions that he's, like, making over this situation? No, no. Oh, I don't know. I think she's just, like, I, just, like, didn't know, like, how I think bad she's, is like, what? how bad is the situation? Like, how, how like bad overall? is, like, the whole thing overall? And how is Jasper? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So then she does ask about Jasper, and he's upset with himself and hates feeling weak, but their diet is a bigger challenge for them than anybody else. And this is when I went into my, like, why is it so hard for yeah. him versus everybody else and went into a, a deep, deep, deep spin here. Um, I kind of covered some of this earlier, but he and Alice have been with the Cullens for 55 years, but Alice was practicing vegetarianism with sporadic success for 28 years prior to joining the Collins. Yeah, because she always knew she was going to the Collins. So she... Yeah, so I tried to find when exactly she had that vision mm-hmm. in reference to like when she was turned. Oh, yeah. Like how much of a gap was there? Because was she turned and then she was like, oh, immediately there's this vegetarian family and I'm going to go find them. So I'm going to start now. No, I don't know. Or was there like five years and then she had her vision so she's killing all these people for five years and then she's like okay now I'll start practicing couldn't find it anywhere um we already went over how many well were. you know you could probably figure out so they've been with the we you we can know what year Alice was turned right we have that info yes okay and we know what year it is now they've been with the Collins for 55 years so 55 plus 28 so that was so you'll have the at least the gap there's probably a gap the 28 years is how long it took her from being turned and finding Jasper and then getting to the Cullens. So that's like the full gap. Oh, wait. 28 years is the gap between her turning and finding Jasper? Mm-hmm. And getting to the Cullens. So I said she's been practicing roughly 28 years because we don't. No. Oh, I wonder how sure. she just showed up on their door like, hey, guys, I had a vision about this, and uh, I'm supposed to join you. <laughs> <laughs> Carla was probably like, great. Awesome. Welcome. Do you like any of my sons? <laughs> She's like, actually, I are, have my Are own. you guys a thing, or <laughs> I have this boy, like my boy animals? Edward here. 
Poor Edward. Never. Oh Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> what can I say? That's why I got Edward so many times on the fucking quiz. <laughs> Actually, I only got him once. I did get Alice the other two times. Yeah. Alice, Alice is a good one. Bella, for you, especially. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> Alice. Bella insists Alice tell Jasper that it's not his fault and she's not mad at all. Alice gives Bella her unopened gifts and camera and she leaves with Edward. The two drive away silently, Edward driving much too fast as usual, and the silence is unbearable for Bella and she asks that Edward say something to tell her that he forgives her. This easily breaks the silence because now Edward is just pissed that Bella blames herself for what happened and he goes into a rant about how normal paper cuts would have been, oh, how normal a paper cut would have been if she had spent her birthday with Mike Newton and her human friends instead of Edward and his vampire family. What a low fucking blow. I uh, yeah. And Mike he, Newton he really makes does get worse. under his skin. Really you know, does. Why not around? Like, yeah. That's so petty to just be like, oh, well, if you were with Mike Newton, like. Mm, Mike Newton lives fine. rent fucking free in <laughs> Edward's head. Yeah. Well, he finishes his rant with, don't try to take any of this on yourself, Bella. It will only make me more disgusted with myself. Oh, my God. I thought you were about to say with you. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I should have read this chapter. <laughs> Well, I was going to say this is dramatic, but we're about to get even more dramatic. So I'm just going to let this one slide. And Bella is confused as to how the hell Mel- Mike Newton ended up in this conversation and then hits us with the big dramatics. I'd rather die than be with Mike Newton. I'd rather die than be with anyone but you. First of all, harsh. Imagine if Mike heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's mean and if sad. If somebody said that about me. I'd rather die than be with you. And Mike just like loves her. Yeah. <laughs> Mike literally right. changed his hair for her. Yes. Mike got her a job at his family's outfit or uh, hiking store. I don't think he's ever done anything like he has literally never done no. anything wrong except maybe been a little too like forward for her liking. Well, yeah. Even then, I feel like he is like not, he's like the hot popular jock of the school. Come on, there's, Bella. There's like a different there. There's a line, and I don't think he ever actually he ever cr- he never crossed it. No. Yeah. And then second of all, the drama, obviously. Even Edward is like, stop, stop the fucking dramatics, please. Bitch, like, you started it. Are you kidding? He did, but he's also like very worked up. There are a lot of things just happened, and <laughs> Bella doesn't seem to be as worked up about these things as he is. So he's like, "Can you just shut the fuck up if you're not going to be upset about any of this?" Yeah, thanks. They pull up to the house. Bella, trying to salvage the evening, asks if Edward will stay the night, and he thinks he should go home. But Bella doesn't want him wallowing all night, so she pulls the birthday card. Except she's going to go to sleep, and he's going to wallow all night anyway. <laughs> yeah, while staring at her and watching her heart her pulse and her fucking neck and being like, she is so fragile and I now have to leave. Goodbye. (laughs) Easily. Like you're an idiot. (laughs) Go, let him go home and hang out with Carlisle who will soothe the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what Edward wants to do because he's like, not a fucking chance. You you can't have it both ways. Either you want to ignore your birthday or you don't want her the other. So he's not wrong. He's not wrong. She's kind of really annoying right now. Yeah. But so is he. So Bella officially decides that she doesn't want Edward to ignore her birthday and she remarks that she will see him upstairs. Bella hops out of the car and grabs her packages, which were like the rest of her birthday gifts. And 
Edward is like, Bella, you don't have to take those. And I don't know if it was in this chapter or the last chapter where she made a whole big stink about them spending money on her birthday. Yeah, it was. She was like, yeah. I will not accept presents if you spent money on me. Mm-hmm. But now she kind of switches her tune and all of a sudden Bella wants them, even though Carlisle and Esme spent money on them. And I'm like, why does Edward care? I mean, I know Bella is switching it up here, but it's like, it's almost like he's insisting she doesn't have to take them. Like, yeah, like well, it's because like, he knows she doesn't or didn't really want them. And I think she's just like saying like, oh, give me my gift yeah, now because just she just said him. like, I want you to honor my birthday. Yeah, so it's I'm my birthday and now I'm happy and these are my gifts and I'm so excited and ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. she has to commit or to wanting it. To he's be like, birthday. I've decided I'm leaving you. You probably aren't going to actually want Oh my God, stop. <laughs> or that. I don't think he's made that decision yet though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think mean, he has I mean, doesn't it happen like tomorrow? Um, no, it happens in like three or four days. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. They, they go back. To, they go to school and it's like. Yeah. She spends two days at school of like, well, like three her. days. But at the end of the third day. Is there chat in the woods? Yeah. Okay. Bella asks. Oh, Edward asks Bella if he could at least carry the presents and then sighed. Told her happy birthday. Leaned down and kiss her and he smiled and then he disappeared. So, I, you know. Whatever that whole blow up was, he finally was like, okay, fine. Like, it's your birthday. I'll see you upstairs. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Bella walks in and the game is still on. And it seems like she was at the Collins for like 15 minutes. Like, well, yeah. I know it's hard to get, like, grasp the time, it's pr- but it's it just seems like-, like she walked in, got flung, Carlisle bandaged her up, and then she left. Like, it just seems like... I think she was probably there for, like, an hour. Yeah, I was going to say max two. Yeah, Yeah, max two. like, the arrival. Okay, a little, like, gift situation. Paper cut. Okay, now you're being tossed. That happened definitely quickly. Yeah. But then I imagine him pulling the glass out. I mean, he's fast, yeah, but, like, he also doesn't want to, like... Yeah, and also they were, like, having a conversation. I would say. Yeah. Plus, like, what? He lives probably, like... 20 minutes from her so it probably panned out to be like an hour to an hour and a half yeah yeah i was like it just seemed like that wasn't very long but obviously book timeline is hard to right to 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 determine um but as bella walked in she held her bad arm close and she was greeted by charlie and he asked how the party was and bella told him that alice went overboard with flowers cakes candles presents like she went the whole nine yards and then Charlie asked what presents they got Bella, and she told him about the car stereo. And Bella was like, all right, see you later. I'm going to bed. And Charlie was like, wait, what happened to your arm? And Bella was like, oh, I just I tripped. It's nothing. You know me. And I'm just thinking, like, imagine if she just told him exactly what happened. <laughs> like, what would Charlie do? Like, I got a paper cut, and then his brother really just, like, wanted to fucking kill me over it. So, yeah. you know, Edward threw me against threw the me wall. And then I got an even deeper cut with all the glass he broke. Like, like crazy. Like, imagine if she was just so transparent and just <laughs> that whole thing just... He'd be like, funny, Bella, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, mate, he probably wouldn't even believe you her. You kids and your jokes. <laughs> Bella hurried upstairs to the bathroom to grab her pajamas. So modest, Bella. <laughs> She got <laughs> special pajamas for when Edward stayed over. Well, yeah, um, she had to get rid of her holy sweatpants. Yeah. But I just think it's funny because she literally keeps her pajamas in the bathroom because she knows Edward is, like, <laughs> in her bedroom. Do you think Charlie's like, what the fuck? Like, do they, do they, they share a bathroom? Oh, maybe. I think. Maybe I think he they, just yeah. doesn't I think they do. No, they do because, remember, in the first book, she's like, 
Oh, right. One bathroom. Well, that's, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was just a movieism, but I do, I still no, do I think, think it's it in is. The book. Mm. What? She's yeah. not thrilled about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, Bella came into the room and Edward was sitting right on her bed. Edward's like, hi, like all sad. And Bella's like, hello. <laughs> she's like, hi. She's like, oh my God, hi, the birthday queen is here. <laughs> Uh, she's like super happy and uh, well she's probably not actually she's happy, fake happy but she's 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 pretending just to you know lighten the mood i guess and she asks to open the rest of her presents and edward again is confused why she's so enthusiastic now about opening her presents and celebrating her birthday which i mean yeah it makes no fucking sense but yeah. it's obvious she's you know trying to put on a happy face considering what just happened and she can tell edward's like pissed and, and upset right, right um but edward's like okay whatever so he slips off the wrapping to the gift and it reveals like a little white box and inside the box are plane tickets to florida so bella can visit renee yay honestly like that's really nice it's a good gift yeah. it's a great gift i wish someone would buy me plane tickets yeah where do you want to go <laughs> europe you hear that, listeners? She's looking for a flight to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go to London so I can see the London of Carlisle's childhood. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's all go, and we'll just carry each other across the rooftops. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. I definitely have the upper body strength and the stamina for that. <laughs> and we should find the underground potato Layer that he was in <laughs> potato layer. I don't know. And we'll look in the called. sewers to see if there's any vampires in I there. Fucking yeah. hope so. <laughs> but yeah, so 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 there are two plane tickets in the box, and Bill's like, "What the fuck are you gonna do? It's really fucking sunny in Florida." <laughs> and Edward's like, "Oh, I can I can handle it. I'll just stay inside the whole time." And I guess this kind of means that he hadn't made a decision yet, or maybe he did, and that's why he didn't want her to open it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think that was going to be his answer and plan for when things were, you know, good and solid. So he was yeah. like, oh, yeah, like, I'll just stay inside. He's like, I don't know if I'm actually going to go with you anymore, but if I do, I'll just stay inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edward then hands Bella his gift, and Edward claims he spent no money on it, and I'm genuinely curious what it is, which we do find out. Mm, um, do we? <laughs> yes. Is it his In penis? the moment when I was typing this, I was like, oh, I wonder I wonder what it could be. <laughs> Is it that dip? <laughs> if only. If only. Must be a lot better maybe, uh, maybe this whole story, maybe Edward would have never left. <laughs> <laughs> he would have felt obligated to stay now. Um, he handed Bella a clear CD jewel case, case with a blank silver CD inside. And Bella's like, what is it? And Edward just simply reached for the CD and put it in the CD player on their bedside table and hit play. And music started to play and Bella started to cry. <laughs> so. Oh, weirdo. But yeah, Edward's like, uh, like, does your arm hurt? Like, is that why you're crying? <laughs> why are you crying? <laughs> and Bella's like, no, the gift is beautiful. <laughs> um, the gift that you didn't want. Yeah. Yeah, the gift that I made you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so the CD was full of his music and compositions, and the first piece on the playlist was Bella's Lullaby. Imagine it's actually just like a mixtape of like his favorite <laughs> composers. <Songs. laughs> like, I kind of wish it was. Um, but then Edward asks again how her arm is, and Bella's like, it's fine. 
Edward insists on getting her Tylenol, but Bella's like, I do not want it. And Edward got up anyway. And Bella was like, but Charlie. And then it kind of goes into how, like, Charlie was not aware that Edward stayed over. And I'm like, we know did that. you really have to spell that out? I could have, you know, yeah. could have guessed. I imagine that's just one of those, like, early on in the second book reminders. Like, in case you forgot, yeah. readers, Charlie doesn't know yeah. that Edward stays over. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, Charlie would probably have a stroke if he found out, but Bella didn't feel guilty about him not knowing. If it was up to Bella, they would be doing a lot more than they do, but Edward has his rules. wonder what that means, What would you be doing? Oh, do I know? (laughs) I know. They would be breaking some furniture. (laughs) They would be practicing blowjob techniques. There would be no subtleties. Like... The way that house looks in their honeymoon. Could you oh, imagine yeah. doing that in Charlie's house? No, like the whole house in would her come little down. bedroom. <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. And you know it's an old ass house. That shit is Creeps. gonna be creaking. Imagine, imagine <laughs> Charlie's just sitting there watching the game and like the shelves are just rattling. He's like, yeah, like 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 sand, are we yeah. like dust, and like and like debris is just like trickling a little bit, and he's like, "The fuck! Oh my god, earthquake!" Like earthquake? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Edward's like, Charlie won't notice. He leaves, gets the pills and water, and comes back with them. And it's kind of impressive. He can like go downstairs, get water, come back, and just not even no that one even fast, no that one even quiet. Knows. Yeah, he's quiet. World's greatest predator. He's yeah. quiet yeah. except for when he's rocking Bella's world. <laughs> Um, but Bella took the pills and her arm was actually really starting to bother her. So I guess, you know, the initial, well, I guess the initial, I don't know what drugs Carlisle gave her to numb the pain, but that's probably wearing off now. And also just the trauma of what just happened is probably starting to settle in. Um, and Bella's lullaby is just playing in the background as this is all kind of happening. And Edward noted that it was late and Bella should go to sleep now. And he scooped Bella up and placed her head on the pillow. He laid down next to Bella on top of the blanket so she wouldn't get chilled throughout the night. I think it's just kind of funny. It's like he can't even go under the covers because he's going to make it's gonna her like make her chilly. Yeah. It's so sad. But Bella leaned her head against his shoulder and she sighed happily and she told him thank you. And then she asked what Edward was thinking about, and he hesitated for a second and said, quote, I was thinking about right and wrong, actually. Like, excuse me? <laughs> Just say you want to, like, have sex with her. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> I, don't <think> that, <laughs> I don't think that's what he's referring to, though. I, okay. Well, I was, that's where my brain went. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I love that. That's, that's where, where Bella's head is at. Yeah, but maybe so he's that's thinking about right and wrong in the sense of was it right for him to like get involved with Bella at yeah. all? And like, yeah, should they be no, together? In the moment, did not think about it. <laughs> oh my God. He's having like a whole. An existential crisis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is like, mm, yeah, right and wrong. In She's like, way. it's my birthday and you have to have sex with me. <laughs> birthday sex right now. <laughs> it's like, do you have birthday sex by Jeremiah on this playlist? Yes. <laughs> That's the first song that plays. The very first song, but <laughs> it's like, but oh, it's okay. a it's a piano medley. And then at the end of the and at the end of the mixtape, it's like I just had sex by uh, I just had sex. Um, and it felt so right. 
Belle's like, I want more kisses. It's my birthday. And then she adds that she doesn't so want him to do needy. anything that he doesn't want. Maybe that's why I interpreted it that way because she's interpreting it that way, uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, like, that's where her head's at. She's like, oh, I don't want to do anything you don't want to do. Like, that's what's right and wrong here. Like, I think that she's interpreting it the way I did, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Edward then kissed Bella, and the kiss was like always, and Edward was careful um, as he was kissing her, and her heart began to race and overreact, like always. Yeah, she can't keep it together. Cannot keep it together. And then something seemed to change, and his lips became more... Maybe this is why I'm still... Okay. His lips became more urgent. His free hand twisted in her hair and Bella's face. And she he's holding Bella's face close to his. And Bella's hands were also tangled in his hair. And although she was crossing some lines, Edward didn't stop her. So maybe he's Getting thinking about in both ways, like right and wrong. Like right and wrong, like we shouldn't be together because and like I shouldn't have let this go on for so long. But then he's also probably like... Maybe maybe I can make this work. Yeah, like, would it be so wrong if we, you know, crossed one more line and then that's it? Or, <laughs> or maybe or he's, even, he's or touching even he's the like, water. This is my last time that I'm going to, like, have with her where I could be, like, show her my love in yeah. a physical way. Or, or maybe he's, like, you know, being, like, in his head, he's like, can I actually do this? Like, Yeah. Or maybe he's just getting carried away. He's a teenage boy. Well, yeah. No, he's not. Yes, he he's is. He's old. No, he's old man. not. No. 100. Four nope. years old. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so Edward stopped and it was like very abrupt and he just like pushed her away immediately. And then Bella like collapsed back onto the pillow, gasping, her head spinning. And she was like, something tugged at her memory. And I'm like, what memory? Like when he kissed you and you literally passed out? Like, is that what you're... I, I know what it is. Now, I know what it is, but... but- but the moment, I thought I, was like, <laughs> I didn't think that, and I didn't think what it really is. I thought of their kiss in the meadow when he launches himself back into the woods because oh, it was like about too much, and he was like, "I almost just killed you." Yeah, that's what I thought of. I forgot about that, but I, I, I was like, "Oh, like that time when he kissed her and you passed out because you feel like your head's spinning right now, and you're gonna <laughs> yeah. pass out again." Like- <laughs> yeah, wait, I don't know what memory it is. Do we find out? Yeah, yeah. we do. Okay. Um, I read the chapter. (laughs) (laughs) Edward apologized, saying that that was out of line, and Bella's like, "Well, I don't mind. See, like, I wanted to, you know, cross some more lines." (laughs) Yeah, but Edward is like, "Bella, go to sleep," and Bella's like, "No, (laughs) it's my birthday." He's awoken the fucking beast. (laughs) She says, "My libido, my inner goddess." Those of you that have read Fifty Shades, um, (laughs) ring, 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 Ross, ring. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is my libido. I'm Bella. Oh, okay. Um, there's nothing I could do about that, Bella. Sorry. <laughs> progressive. Um, <laughs> progressive. Yeah, it's progressively getting <laughs> higher, Edward. Um, yeah, so Bella's like, nah, let's keep kissing. And he's like, you underestimate my self-control. And Bella's like, what's more tempting, my body or my blood? And I'm like, Bella, do you really want to know the answer to that? Because I think you want it to be one answer and it's going to be the other. <laughs> and he just tells her it's a tie, which Liar. I don't fucking believe. No way. Gets her blood. Yeah. No. Oh. oh, you think it's no, erotic? I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, wow, we're really like, split here. I mean, I like not to talk about Bella's body, but I just have an image of it in my head. 
I can I just all I picture is Kristen Stewart. Same. Like I can't yeah. not picture her. Like just some very thin. It's li- it's not, uh, it's truly not much going on. Robert Pattinson and and Kristen Stewart in my mind. Like I yeah. don't have like any other image. Yeah. I just don't think anything is going to top blood that sings to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Sorry. Not even the sweet scent of her puss. <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, we'll just let you sit with that one. <laughs> you know, look, I use that kind of language in my day to day, but somehow in reference to Bella, <laughs> it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> it just doesn't. So Bella finally agreed to just go to sleep. It's been a long day and she was exhausted, but Bella like felt no relief at the day's end, like as if something worse was coming tomorrow. I'm like, Bella, you have no no idea, hon. Mm-mm. Um Bella pressed her bandaged arm next to his body so his cool sin- skin would soothe the burn. <laughs> I'm like, this cool sin. <laughs> he is a cool sin. <laughs> he is a cool sin. I'm so. like, this is so convenient. I like, yeah. She's like, oh, I have a bruise. Isa. <laughs> oh, I twisted my wrist at Jim. Edward, come here. Clasp my wrist. <laughs> um, but as Bella was drifting asleep, she realized what the kiss reminded her of. Quote, last spring when he'd had to leave me to throw James off my trail, Edward had kissed me goodbye, not knowing when or if we would see each other again. This kiss had almost the same painful edge for some reason I couldn't imagine. I shuddered into unconsciousness as if I was already having a nightmare. End quote. End of chapter. Okay. So. What do we think of that chapter, guys? You know. Uh, same same as the first. Same as the next. The thing that bothers yeah. me. I like I liked this chapter. I felt like a lot <laughs> happened. We learned some more background information. I mean, yeah, like, I do like yeah. when we get to learn history of yeah i wasn't i wasn't bored in this chapter at all because the same conversations weren't being repeated the same things like weren't happening like it wasn't yeah. like like it was all good information and like good action like the only thing i don't like and it's only because i know what happens but i hate the foreshadowing just because i know like what happened. Mm-hmm. like i feel like it's too over foreshadowed well yeah but maybe i know it's because I, mean, you, I know it's, it's because, because you know, know what's happening yeah happen, but i'm like just stop. yeah there is a <laughs> there is a lot of foreshadowing well <sighs> catch us next week to find out what kind of nightmare bella is about to endure mm. mm-hmm. maybe everything's gonna be fine yeah, maybe she's just completely out of out of line. It wasn't actually foreshadowing. Yeah, it's all it in was her like head. to show it is, it is all in her head. <laughs> it, the whole thing's her head. Okay, the whole series actually. The whole series is <laughs> actually in her head. She wakes up at the end, <laughs> and it's her and she's and, and, forks. She, and she's uh, she's on the plane to Forks. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Plot twist: She's actually Alice having the visions. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Bye. 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 Sorry, I had a mouthful of tea. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. Bella! Where the hell have you been, Linda? Lays in the woods. Lays in the woods. Specifically the ferns. <laughs> she calls it something else. That she calls it the, um, brackets. the bracket. Sam right? What? Sam? Yeah, Sam Uli. Yeah, she's missing for like 24 hours. <laughs>
like it's it's like 12 probably hours 12 right yeah yeah because yeah. when she, when they she's like at the house and the doctor is like oh like she's probably just exhausted i'll come back tomorrow and he's like just kidding i'll come back later today yeah. i think i made a note about that yeah <laughs> wait what summer are you writing oh yeah for chapter, chapter three. three yeah 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 sorry yep keep going I thought you were going to start singing the Naked Mole Rat song, and then I couldn't oh. remember how it went. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You can, you can tell us where you've been now. Run. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.